Hi everyone, this is Sam from the Chico Hospital for Cats podcast. It's been a while with all these crazy times and everything else going on, but we wanted to give you guys an update on the COVID-19 and how especially Chico Hospital for Cats is doing during these times. Uh, I do have our owner, practitioner, Dr. Elizabeth Collin with me to give us some updates. Hi, Doc. Hi, Sam. It's uh, been, as you say, a crazy time. Um, we are beginning to see routine cases again now. However, we are engaged in all of the restrictions that have gone into place, including not allowing people into the building. Um, we're encouraging people to drop their cats off still, but we will start doing more routine things as we're able and, and as we're adding back staff to the practice. So things are going to lighten up a little bit. Yes. Yeah, so also, it's good to keep in mind that everybody is taking measures differently and it's okay to have different opinions on how you want to proceed as people gradually are starting to reopening, right? So you and all of your staff almost are actually in the same position as far as keeping up with this curbside assistance for a little bit more until we understand more about this virus. Is that correct? Right. And, and one of the things that we're, we need to be sure of is to keep our team safe and to keep our clients safe. And so we're not going to um, engage in any uh, loosening of our protocol now until we have a really good plan in place. And with that said, I'm working with not only my practice owners group from all over North America, but also with the medical directors from some of the other local hospitals. Um, we just had a meeting this morning with uh, Valley Oak Veterinary Center. Um, I met with the medical director there and um, she and I are working on plans that will reflect what we think is an appropriate move that doesn't look incompatible. We think as a community, we should be thinking about it the same way. Yeah. And so from the clinic side, what we do is we try to limit our contact with people, but still almost give full service to cats in need. What about from the aspect of cats, since we talked last, you and me, cats getting the virus from humans or giving it back to humans, which we said was almost, there's no cases proven of that. Uh, do you have any updates on as far as that? Yeah, there's still no evidence that cats can give it back to people, but there's pretty good evidence now that people can give it to cats. The new data um, is, it's just, these are really small data sets. They're small groups of cats. But what, they, what they've shown now is that they took a colony of three cats and they introduced a cat who was positive for COVID-19 into that group of three cats. And after a period of time, um, over a course of days actually, all three of the other cats had demonstrated exposure to COVID. Um, none of them got sick. So um, it's pretty clear that cats can give it to other cats, um, but they don't necessarily get really sick from it. So if you are in a COVID-19 household and you do have cats, it's really important to engage in all the physical distancing and all of the care that you would take for yourself um, to include your cats in that plan. And it seems like for some reason, I know we don't know much about the virus yet, but for some reason it seems like cats are handling the COVID better 
at least the ones we read about in Belgium and other places, or the tiger in zoo. Right, and yeah. you know the ca the cats that have gotten sick have all recovered, mm -hmm. um, and they didn't get very sick. And it, it's a function of the number of receptors available for the virus to hang on to. And in humans, there's a lot of them. Um, in cats, there's some. In ferrets, there's a lot. Um, and, and there's even fewer in dogs. Mm. So it just depends. It's a species issue. And then what are you thinking about going forward with possibly slowly starting to introduce a different policy as far as dealing with COVID and still having clients? We're not in a big hurry. And the reason for that is that I belong to a practice owners group that we've talked about before. And, um, and they're all over North America and, um, including in Georgia, Florida, and Texas, which has started reopening. Mm -hmm. And they are, are starting to see a resurgence of, of cases as they begin to reopen. And so we don't want to put anybody at risk of getting the virus. And so we're watching them to see how that goes. And then we'll make a decision in the future about how we do it. In the meantime, we're creating our plan. And our plan is going to be to keep everybody as safe as possible. And so we won't be going back anytime soon to allowing an unlimited number of people in the building. Everyone's going to be wearing a mask. Um, there are going to be rules in place that will keep everybody as safe as we can possibly keep them. And from my own experience, actually, this last couple months, the curbside assistant worked pretty efficiently, both for clients and us. Don't you think so? I do. I think that everyone has been very gracious and very kind and very patient. Um, and because of that, we've been able to get a lot of really good work done. That said, we live in a pretty hot place. And so as it warms up this summer, we're going to have to adjust our plans and our protocols to accommodate for the fact that sitting out in the parking lot might get pretty uncomfortable when it's 105 degrees out. Yeah. So we're, we're encouraging people now to, to make their appointments um, and then drop the cats off in the cool of the morning and then go home or go someplace that's comfortable and we will... Um, get back together as soon as we have a plan in place and know what we're doing. So we're going to have to adjust a little bit just because of the weather, but we're also um, adjusting as we go forward to planning on reopening. So what do you think the future looks like? Because in many sectors I read, people say, oh, this is going to be the new norm for shopping. This is going to be the new norm for restaurants. So what do you think the future is going to look like for our field? Well, I think that at least for the foreseeable future, the the unlimited number of people kind of coming in and out of the building won't resume um, anytime soon. Um, I think we're all going to be masked and using other forms of PPE for a long time to come. Um, there's a plan beginning to emerge um, in my practice owners group that we're trying to create that's a pretty standardized plan so that people can make sure that they're doing everything that they can to keep their clients and staff safe. One of the things you've probably seen in the grocery store is those big plexiglass yeah. barriers, right? Yeah. And you're going to see those now everywhere you go and probably in here in our practice. Really? Yeah. Um, and we're going to try to keep everybody physically distant so there won't be as many people allowed in the building We'll probably ask people to sit in a specific place so that we can make sure that phys physical distancing is in place. 
people will be coming in to the building for sure, but we're going to ask them to wear masks. Mm-hmm. Um, we will limit the amount of time probably that they'll be spending in the exam room because our exam rooms are really little. Yeah, they are. So we might ask the client to, to remain in the reception area for a little while to limit the, the time of exposure because we know that it's a, a matter of, of proximity and time that is a, our factors in, in transmission. So, so nothing is going to look the same as it did three months ago for quite some time. <laughs> for but a we long do, time. Right. We, but we do want to have a plan and we want to make sure that it's based on science and it's based on safety. Yeah, it's all about preparedness to have a plan when the time comes up for, you know, more normalized times, I, I, sh- I guess I should say. Uh, what's the new normal? We, I guess we will see. Time will tell us. Yeah. Well, we're ju- I think we're just beginning to cre- try to create a plan that include- incorporates all the safety features that we never had to worry about before. And, and you know, you guys can't work do your work and be six feet apart you can't be six feet away from your from the doctor right Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so those things are impossible so we need to accommodate for that and the same thing is true when we begin to have clients back in the building yeah uh how are you and uh hollis your partner experiencing this quarantine time i i want to ask that uh because there's so many funny things to see on the internet as far as i mean some say even relationships are tested for real nowadays because you have to spend too much time with each other (laughs) (laughs) well you know one of the benefits of having been married for a really long time is that you don't um you don't have those kind of challenges the the way uh, other people do but but the the thing that's been interesting to me is that i used to do a lot of teaching right both nationally and internationally so i would have this sort of business attire that I had was seasonal and and depending upon where I was going I would have the a correct attire so I got to go shopping for clothes <laughs> last two weeks ago instead of going shopping for clothes I bought a cordless floor cleaner so <laughs> so I'm spending money differently than I ever yeah. did before um, and I cleaned my floors yesterday which and I would rather be teaching but but the truth of the matter is is that none of this is going to be the same as it was. I don't anticipate going back out on the road the way I did anytime yeah. soon. Yeah. Or or I mean you guys don't do very often I think I believe but uh people going out for socializing and eating and gatherings uh that will be a little bit different too. I know you guys already liked to cook at home a lot, but um personally I I want to tell you I Never been a big cooker in my life, but this last four or five weeks, I try to cook, and I think the person who's happiest about it is, is my wife. <laughs> <laughs> I bet she is. I bet she is. Yeah, it's fun to cook at home. I think you're right. I think people are going to entertain at home. Um, we are. We like to entertain at home, and um, one of the things that we've been doing lately is we we think of ourselves as kind of a pod. There's a few of us that have been very careful, um, and and they're very dear friends, and we sit six feet apart oh, okay. and we pick up dinner at one of the great restaurants in Chico, take it home and sit outdoors and, um, and share a meal. I mean, we humans, 
we need physical presence. Yeah. I mean, Zoom is just not doing it for it's us. It's not doing it. Yeah, I know you tried that too with some of your friends. You told me, yeah. uh, but I, I have the same. I, I received the same feeling when I tried Zoom gatherings with my friends. It's just not the same. No, we need to be together. We humans are, are physical beings. And so we need to find new ways of doing that that are safe. Perfect. Um, thanks for all the updates. Is there anything you would like to add? Oh, no. Uh, the other thing I read about that, I, that people are starting to spend money on is designer <laughs> masks. Oh, yes. Yeah, that's becoming a big part of the new economy, I should the say. The new style, I guess. I'm, I'm seeing knows? new companies coming up with all these mask products yeah so ppe is going to be with us for a long time <laughs> thanks You're I, welcome. thanks for the updates doctor and uh we hope to be together soon again indeed stay safe all right thank you guys thanks for listening uh as always we are on chicocats.com slash podcast or you can find us on apple podcast and spotify thank you for listening bye-bye <laughs>